Welcome, everyone, to Simply Living Wellness, where you'll learn how to love yourself, heal yourself, and how to nurture your mind, body, and spirit. So today, we're here to talk with Lisa Clayton about her angel transmissions and connecting to the angelic realm for assistance in identifying one's life purpose, as well as just navigating through our current life here on Earth. But before we bring on Lisa, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by HealthAndYoga.com, which is a complete yoga resource website that has just about everything you ever wanted to know about yoga. You'll find yoga communities, courses, trainings, very cool and unique wellness products, and my very favorite area of the site is the retreats page where you'll find amazing retreats and workshops offered all over the world. Just visit healthandyoga.com, and when doing your checkout, use the discount code DON3958. So that's DON, D-O-N, 3958. You'll get a 5% discount on any purchase. Once again, that's healthandyoga.com, and the coupon discount code is DON3958. Lisa Clayton is an author and master trainer and the founder of Source Potential, a human development company. Lisa offers more than 30 years of experience in professional training, coaching, and consulting. She created a unique learning method for developing individual potential and application of learning concepts, which was used worldwide by clients such as American Express, and the HSBC and facilitator certifications. Lisa also conducts intuitive counseling and angel transmissions as an ordained angel minister and specializes in connecting individuals with their spiritual domain. Welcome, Lisa. So nice to have you today. So nice to be here, Donna. Thanks for having me. Very excited about today's talk. So Lisa, let's just get started with your story. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what led you to become an ordained angel minister and do these uh, angel transmissions? Yeah, so I've had a connection with angels since I was a, a small girl, six years old. I grew up on a farm in Ohio, and at that five, six-year-old period of your life, you start to question, what am I doing here? Our childlike essence starts to get covered up by some conditioning and programming. So one day I was getting the cows for milking and I saw, I was asking God these questions. Why am I here? Why why are my parents telling me all of these things that I don't necessarily aligns with my heart? And as I was lying down in the pasture field in this clear blue sky out of nowhere came this beautiful angel cloud. And from that day on, I made a commitment that I will always believe in angels. And that message I got that day was, we're always here with you. We will help guide you through this earthly experience. So just trust in us. So that was the first message I received as a, a small child and just always found pennies and feathers or when I needed a, a boost of confidence or um, greater faith, I would always look to the sky and always be able to really receive that love and light that the angels give us. And then I became a corporate, you know, I started Source Potential and I became involved in my corporate work and lots of different careers throughout my um, life. And the angels were always with me, but I kind of put the spiritual um, attention or focus to the side because I, you know, I was 
I was a career woman now. I was moving through all of these um, wonderful experiences in my career and very successful. And then in 2008, everything came to a crashing halt um, with the recession. And I had lost all of my corporate clients and contracts because I was a basically a contractor coming into large organizations, providing learning tools and training deployments. So as I was sinking into this pretty deep despair, um, because funds were running out, I didn't have any new clients, I didn't know where to go, I tuned into an internet radio talk show regarding angels. Hmm. And it just came out of the blue again. And Dr. Kimberly Marooney was the guest speaker. And every word that she spoke, I felt like it was coming right, was resonating right in my heart. And she spoke about this angel ministry that she was um, providing the world. And her voice actually sounded like an angel t- And at the end of the show, I received an angel blessing card. She picked certain people, um, five people, and I was one to receive this angel blessing card. So I took that as a sign. I reached out to Kimberly after the show and signed up for the angel ministry. And that's where I took my deep dive into getting my spiritual life back in alignment with my physical life, my, my do, 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 I came back into my being and it, it changed my life. It changed everything. Um, so yes, I just trust, I just trusted that, um, I was being led back into working with the angels on a daily basis in a more focused way. On a daily basis in day-to-day life, but also with the career. Yes. What, what's an example of how it changed? The, the greatest example I can give is that I listened to the guidance. Mm-hmm. So when I would tune in and I would ask, what's next? Where do I go? I would just listen and receive. So the first message I got is stop doing strategic plans for the next five years. <laughs> 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 you know, your mind so much. <laughs> put away the Excel spreadsheets, <laughs> you know, and trust that the resources are going to line up. What is it that you really want to do? And then out of the blue in the hair chair, I was at the hair salon, the, the hairstylist and owner of the salon was a very good friend of mine. And he said, you know, there's somebody here that knows that you were doing work at American Express in customer service and diversity and inclusion, and he wants to do that for his company. Yeah. So there in the hair chair with foils, I met my next client. Oh, wow. And, and then, <laughs> but you didn't do the traditional work you had done with corporations. You, you brought in the heart intuition into that? or y- Yes. So they hired me to bring in, well, basically training programs for their employees that would make them feel good and have confidence in themselves. And we started with a basic customer service program and just learning how to treat each other with respect and dignity. Again, those are all heart qualities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I've always taught through the heart, even in the programs that I, that I was hired to teach, you know, I always got people connected with their hearts first and to feel those type of qualities, not only for themselves, but for each other in the workplace. Very nice. So, okay, so let's get back to the angel then. And so you were ordained an angel minister, and this was through Kimberly Marooney's program. Is that yes. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So your life changed. You started 
asking for help, trusting, following your heart. Um, you've got these new clients. So, so keep going. Is there more to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I realized throughout this whole process, Donna, is that I truly had a gift and that I was an intuitive. I am an intuitive <laughs> and that I am able to be a transmitter of messages for other people. So as I was experiencing going through the angel ministry, one of our requirements was to do five angel readings. And I was like really scared, really frightened because I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I do this? I've never used cards or anything. I mean, I've just, I've just, the angels have just always been around me. Mm -hmm. And so once I started doing the readings, I realized it's not about the cards. It was about what the energy and the messages were coming through the cards for the person's heart that I was able to actually sense, feel, almost see, and could help them get connected through the messages for what their heart needed at that time. So one of the angel ministers that was very evolved in her readings, when I did a reading for her, she said, oh my goodness you have to put this out to the world. You have a gift. So that's what brought me formally start offering angel readings. I call them angel connections, transmissions, a little bit different than just reading the cards. I really do pick up the person's energy of their heart and able to connect them with the messages that the angels bring through. So that's how I evolved into offering um, readings. I see. So talk a little bit about what what an angel is. You know, we, we all have sort of this vision of a, a beautiful female or male figure with wings and flowing hair and, you know, <laughs> beautiful, lovely clothing. So how do you define an angel? Yes, angels are beings of light. So they have these amazing souls that are traveling in the light dimension. And that's the one thing that it, that that has never happened for me. I've never seen an angel appear to me with wings and a human body. So we as humans like to apply a visual, so to speak. And not that angels haven't come to people with human bodies and wings. People have actually seen, seen angels appear to them in this, this form. But what, how angels appear to me are beings of light in these beautiful orbs. So anytime I take a picture when I'm in a sacred place or I'm meditating, I have thousands of orbs in my picture. Pictures. Yes. You see the, the light. In the yes. I've seen that before in a video, but and it was moving around. But that, that's the only time I've ever seen that. Yes. Yes. Wow. And I and I sense them and I see them and it's it's just fascinating. And so that's um, that's how I I perceive angels. And and it was there was a quote um, that from one of my angel books um, from Saint Thomas. It said, angels as, being of, angels as beings of light transcend every religion, every philosophy, and every creed. Angels have no religion as we know it. Their existence precedes every religious system that has ever existed on earth. And I love that because that's how I perceive angels. You know, most of our experience with angels were first in some type of religious um, story mm -hmm. or in an experience. And I've never experienced them. Of course, I saw them in church. I went to church every Sunday um, growing up on the farm. But it, and they talked about angels, but they were more like beings of, um, of a religious nature. And for me, they were just always there. 
in light form. So that's and how I define them. You would actually see them in church or you would feel the presence or? I would feel the presence and I could hear their voices. So that's the other part of my intuitive abilities uh, that I shut down for many, many years after I got into my teen years and in my early 20s. It's like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't want to hear those voices anymore. I want to be cool and hang out with the the in crowd, you know, <laughs> you know we all go through those, yes. those phases in our life. And so I kind of shut them out, but that's one of the gifts. I'm, um, I'm clairaudient. Clairaudient. So, I was wondering. So you're clairvoyant also in clairaudient. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. So when you were five years old and you looked up at the sky and you, you, I heard you say you saw an angel cloud. So what was that literally a cloud or you could see something else there in the sky or? Well, what was remarkable about that day is that the, there was not a cloud in the sky. So, <laughs> so I remember when I was walking out to the pasture to get the cows, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it's so hot. It's going to be really hot today because there's no cloud cover because that was the thing about summer times um, growing up in Ohio. It was really, really hot if there were no clouds. And so it was that type of thought or feeling. And then when this feeling, this, this cool breeze came over me and when I asked, why am I here? Why are my parents te teaching and t telling me these things about people that I don't believe or I don't understand? And, and that's when I just kind of laid down in the pasture field and I looked up in the sky and there was this perfect angel wing cloud. And I'm like, Oh my, where did that come from? There was not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> And so that was the transmission that I was receiving as a young child is that, that I was an earth angel and that they were going to guide me through this lifetime. And that's how I, I, and that's how the messages to this day still come to me. Um, the other night I was walking my dog and it had been foggy all day here in Half Moon Bay. And I looked up in the sky and there's these beautiful angel wings mm -hmm. at sunset the fog had cleared and these gorgeous angel wings were in the sky and I grabbed Indigo and I put her in my arms. I'm like, look, this is what angels, <laughs> this is the, this is the real thing, honey. This is how angels come to us. <laughs> well, come to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about that a minute because clearly, you know, I'm quite envious and I wish I could see angel wings in the sky. Um, but I know we all have the, the ability some are maybe just more progressed and you have this obviously where you can, you are clairvoyant, you're clairaudient, but I think, you know, talk about how everyone has this ability, first of all. And also I think we see signs like the pennies. You talked about the pennies earlier and feathers and you know, I, I see coins all the time, quite frequently, actually. I, I, I find a coin, I mean, at least two times a week, maybe three. And I'm always finding coins. And, and so to hear you say that, it, it never really dawned on me. That's probably an angel giving me a sign. And whereas I see it as, oh, I'm just attracting money in my life. And yay, here's a, here's a dime on the floor. But talk about how, you know, the differences in, in you and someone like me and, and how we're able to connect with angels. And then also how might, there might be some of these signs that we don't even realize are the angels connecting with us. Yeah, that's a great example, Donna. I really like that you brought that up because it is about 
how we interpret the signs in, you know, that expression, pennies from heaven. <laughs> well, it's, it's signs like that. The angels are constantly trying to communicate with you, always. And they do so by give, giving you, you know, a sign, like maybe it's coins, um, feathers. Um, it could be those clouds in the sky. So they're always constantly knocking on the door saying, can you open up? Can you open your heart up to receive us? Because we have so much love and light to share with you. And so it's just a matter of really trusting and opening your heart in that belief that there is higher assistance in those higher realms that, you know, we can, some people call God as source or creator, but angels are just those messengers. They just facilitate us to get connected to our higher source. So they will bring us signs. They will give us nudges. And sometimes it's as, as, you know, drastic as taking away all your corporate clients, <laughs> you know, and, and, and waking us up in that way to say, there is, there is, there is resource for you here. There's help. There's guidance. There's a lot of love and light that you haven't tapped into. So just trust. So when you see these pennies on the ground in, as they keep coming up or in your case, times 10, if you're finding dimes, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, wow, they're really giving you a times 10 sign if you're finding times <laughs> and coins of, of more than pennies. And so that's just a, a way to take a moment and just take a nice deep breath into your heart and say, thank you. And you mean, and, and we don't have to have to try to figure out in our minds what it is. It's just a beautiful um occurrence, uh, a synchronicity with divine. And that's how I look at those types of signs. So everyone has a special connection. And the, I think the one, the important thing about angels and that I learned as I was studying in this deep dive at the angel ministry is that they will not intervene in our lives unless we ask them. So they're always available, but they're not going to come in and save the day, so to speak but they will guide us to the situation where we open our hearts up and say, please help me or what's next or what idea, ideas could I generate to produce um, a sustainable income? Things of that nature is what they help us ask so that they can say, yes, all right. The question has been asked now. I can help. We can help here. Yes. Well, you know what, something that came to mind, talk to me a little bit about, or talk to us a little bit about the state of mind or personal growth that someone has to be in, in order to maybe realize that. So for example, you lost all your corporate clients. You were in certain amount of awareness, or I don't know what you want to call it, certain amount of consciousness, or you could maybe take a step back and look at that and, and maybe see it as a sign or guidance for you rather than what commonly in our, you know, human nature and society, people would just immediately go into the victim mode and, you know, blaming the economy or, you know, all those thoughts that typically can override that ability. So, I mean, you know, any thoughts on that, that <laughs> to help people maybe just try to get out of that, that energy and get into the acceptance that this is maybe meant to be. Yeah, and and again, that's that my work in the in the heart because the the heart 
has an intelligence and intuition of its own. And the more that we can focus just by taking some breaths into the heart to just get connected with the beautiful qualities that the heart will help us align with these um, synchronicities, so to speak, in life or the events that are happening. Um, whole heart happiness was something that was downloaded to me when I was becoming ordained as an angel minister. And the angels specifically gave me that name and said, you are to help people connect with their hearts and feel the happiness that can come through the heart um, in in this lifetime. So whole heart happiness is really a movement um, more so than first I thought it was a company. So I stopped everything and I'm like, Oh, I gotta make a see there's where my mind was going. Yes. <laughs> my mind was going, Oh, this is my business. This is my new business. I'm going to have a whole, and they were like, they laugh at me all the time. I mean, <laughs> I, I have this, this, this humorous band of angels that were like, just keep it simple. Just, just, just get people connected to their hearts. And, and that's, <laughs> fantastic, though. You can, uh, you can receive that, you know, guidance so quickly where they're laughing at you and, and you know, okay. And rather than having gone down years of having a business called whole heart happiness, which is something that would probably happen to me, <laughs> but maybe that's you know, more in my past than now, but yeah. So keep going. <laughs> no, no. And so, and the, and the other part of that was because as we, as we started earlier talking about angels being of light, they, they were very, very specific in saying to teach through this golden light that we are here to activate people's hearts. So if you have golden, um, a golden orb, they, and they kept talking about orbs. And so that's, you know, and I'd always seen orbs, but I didn't realize that's, that was the angels actually coming to me with this golden light to in fuse and activate and expand my heart so I could be even more intuitive and clairvoyant to help other people. So I'm just a transmitter. They're using me as a transmitter to help people get connected to their hearts. Now, is it to angels always? Not necessarily. As people's hearts open, they may have different um, ancestors that have passed over that could be their angels. My father comes to me all the time. I consider him an angel in my life and, or they could have a whole different team. What, but there are those resources in light that want to help guide us um, here on earth and it's through the heart. And that's been my experience. And so that's what I'm, I'm on this movement now to get people connected to their inner selves, their inner beings through activating their heart first. And then whatever else expands into their evolutionary states, that's their journey. That's their blueprint. But at least I can get them jump started. I always say I'm kind of like that, the, the, the cables. <laughs> when your car dies, I can come, you know, jump jumpstart you to get get that activated once again and then it's a whole beautiful journey in each person's blueprint of how it unfolds for them and i know we're going to talk uh, a lot about the heart intelligence and heart intuition in in our next interview that we do together um, but it does all tie in it, it all ties in and but we will get to go into that in more detail for our listeners uh, when we bring Lisa back on for another interview. Uh, today we're going to stay a little bit more focused on angel transmissions and so let's just talk about 
you know, an angel transmission session that you do with somebody and what, what does it feel like? What are you doing during that? We've talked a bit about that, but let's go a little bit deeper on what one can expect during one of those sessions and after. Sure. Yes. It, um, so with each session, and I have a, another gift that I'm able to connect with people's energy or start to feel their heart before um, a reading. So someone signs up for a reading. I really ask the angels to help me connect with their higher self so that I can bring forth to the um, sacred area, which I do the reading. So I work with crystals um, a lot and I have crystals all over my home. I have little mini altars. And so I pick up the energy and I bring the crystals that I'm guided to bring. So that activates the space and kind of clears any of the stagnant energy that we accumulate as humans. And then we start off with a heart meditation and activate that golden essence of light that is within your heart. And so we go through a, um, what I call the, the golden spiral meditation and, um, it, and, and to really get people out of the linear process of, oh, I want to ask this question or I want to know what the angels are going to say about this. You know, I need an answer for this. It's going to get back into their essence of who they are so that the angels can come in and connect with that essence and bring forth the messages that are most important for now. I'm not a psychic. I don't predict the future sometimes things will come up in the reading that will lend to future steps or action steps but basically the angels want to help activate and expand your higher consciousness now so they just bring in and I use oracle cards I use a beautiful deck of oracle cards that I start off with that are orb and um, that's Stuart Pierce's cards that he also has um, works with angels in the orb energy element and whatever and I and I when I once we activate our hearts together those cards are activated I hold those to my heart the whole time and then I just shuffle them and whatever flies out energetically are the messages that the angels bring to you at this moment of now so it's just a way to get people connected to what um, to opening up their heart to the now and to be present in the moment and to really absorb these messages and apply them to their current situations. I see. Talk about that a minute, how the cards fly out, because I know you said that when, when I had my own angel transmission with you, you said that a card moved, a card flew out. Can you literally, physically, can you talk about that a second? Yes, yes, because, you know, everything's energy. Everything's energy. And when we activate the energy at a high level like this with activating the heart, and the heart has such beautiful, beautiful essence of it, uh, of its energy. And so when that heart energy gets activated, and I'm holding those cards, it just gets infused with this energy. So those cards are literally vibrating with this beautiful energy of our heart exchange because my heart's connected to your heart, your heart's connected to my heart, and we're connected to the angel's hearts. They're cosmic, beautiful, light hearts. And so those cards just get energetically infused and they just pop out. I mean, I shuffle. I love, <laughs> I love feeling the vibration in them because they just fly out and, and um, sometimes they, they come out like in a, 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 a grand big pile and they'll say, no, just pick one. There's one in this pile, take the one from the top. And so I get guided in that energetic infusion, but they are, it, it is all about the light energy. And that's something that we haven't explored working with enough here on the earth plane. And I just happen to be 
able to do it through the angels and other people do it through other um, sources also. But um, that's how the cards are chosen. And I just did an angel reading for a lady yesterday and it was just amazing. I mean, I, I so much enjoy doing them because every card that flew out, she's like, Oh my gosh, that's exactly where I'm at right now. That's exactly the message I needed to hear. How did you know? And I said, no, 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 this is not about me. This is about your angels connecting with you, wanting to guide you. So Gabriel, for example, kept coming to her and Gabriel wants to assist her in these next steps that she wants to take because she's in transition about what to do next with her life. And so she's like, and I love Gabriel because I've just never worked with him before. And I said, well, here he is, you know, <laughs> he's ready to take you to the next step. So it's a, it's a wonderful experience. Yes. I have, I have lots of decks myself. I, and here's an example where the mind gets in the way, but when I'm picking a card, you know, sometimes a card will fall out and I know that's the card and Sometimes it won't, and then I start to question, well, why isn't the card falling out, <laughs> you know? Um, but I guess, and, and I don't hear any voices saying, just pick a card or, you know. So I just basically just go with the first thing that pops in my head. So if it pops in my head that I should just pick a card, then I just pick the card, right? And I don't try to question, is this the right card or what side of the deck should I just go with the first thing that pops in my head? And I guess that's, that's the best way to do it. Would you agree if you're not actually hearing a voice of guiding you? Oh, Donna, that's such a good point. Yes. And that's where a lot of people get into the blockage actually. So it's like, I mean, I did it. I would do it before I, I would completely open up and trust, you know, I would shuffle the cards and one would fly out. I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't really want to hear that. I don't want that one today. Give me another one, you know, <laughs> you know, because my mind wasn't ready. My, my mind was already set on what I wanted, but it's not what my heart needed. Yes. So we tend to start making these perceptions or expectations with our mind and that's not going to work with the, with with the cards the cards are the the messages are going to come through our heart so a lot of times when we go to the cards and we pick a card and it may not even make sense or anything it is important to ask your heart what does this mean you don't have to hear voices you don't have to get a, a aha transmission from the angels it's just ask your heart so what does this what does this mean right now what do you say heart and just just sit with that for that or just you know play with that for the day and just keep asking the heart and and you'll be surprised okay yes <laughs> well and i'm very excited for our next talk where we talk more about that heart intelligence so um we're almost out of time i do want to just ask you about this book you told me you were highlighted as the may author for the book 360 days of angel prayers and that you've contributed prayers and meditation books so tell us a little bit about that yeah this book is a beautiful beautiful book a collection of prayers and meditations from angel practitioners and intuitives all over the world and i was brought into this project um, it's a collaborative project and we submitted our writings and i was selected as one of the sponsors for the month of may and so there's 12 12 um, angel practitioners that are each each one has a month that they talk about their angel story and then there's four other angel practitioners that have a season so dr kimberly marooney who is my teacher she has the i believe the season of fall and sunny don johnston has the other season and so there's four seasonal authors and then 12 
uh, monthly authors. And then each, then there's authors from all over the world that have contributed prayers. And I have 12 actually meditations in the book, one for each month. And when I first submitted my writing, each person was going to just um, either be selected as a monthly author or a contributor of a prayer. So when I submitted writing, they said, can you write 12? Oh my goodness. Well, I started to panic a little bit, but then I realized I've been writing transmissions for years and years and years. And the angels guided me to a stack of journals that I have in my altar area and all the prayers, all the meditations were right there. They were right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there, that's, that's how I contributed um, to the book, but it, they're just a, a way, again, these prayers every day, these meditations from the 365 days of angel prayers, it's just a way to get connected, a way to just kind of activate and open your heart um, to the angels. So, Lovely. Sounds wonderful. I'm going to have to get that book myself. Um, and, you know, for our listeners, once again, it's 365 Days of Angel Prayers. So lovely. Well, Lisa, we do have to wrap it up. And I I want to just let people know how they can get a hold of you. So just give us your contact information and anything else you want to let our listeners know about getting in touch you. Sure. Yes, my website is Lisa, L-I-S-A-A. So there's an extra A in there, Clayton. So LisaAClayton.com. And my email is Lisa at SourcePotential.com. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was a treat. My angel transmission with you was, was a even more of a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Having you share about it with, with our audience here today. And we really look forward to having you come back. So thanks. Thanks again, Lisa. You're welcome, Donna. Thanks for having me.